Psalms 35. I think we'll, we're not going to deal with the whole chapter. We're just going to look at some thoughts and just take a thought on uh, nobody like the Lord. Nobody like the Lord. The Bible says in verse 1, it said, Plead my cause, O Lord, with them that strive with me. Fight against them that fight against me. Take hold of shield and buckler and stand up for mine help. Draw out also the spear and stop the way against them that persecute me, saying to my soul, I am thy salvation. Let them be confounded and put to shame that seek after my soul. Let them be turned back and brought to confusion that devise my hurt. Let them be as chaff before the wind and let the angel of the Lord chase them. Let their, let their way be dark and slippery, and let the angel of the Lord persecute them. For without cause they have hid for me their, pit, their net in a pit, which without cause they have digged for my soul. Let destruction come upon him at unawares, and let his net that he hath hid catch himself, and to that very destruction let him fall. And my soul shall be joyful in the Lord, it shall rejoice in his salvation." All my bones shall say, Lord, who is like unto thee, which delivers the poor from him that is too strong for him, yea, the poor and the needy from him that spoileth him? False witnesses did rise up. They laid to my charge things that I knew not. They rewarded me evil for good to the spoiling of my soul. But as for me, when they were sick, my clothing was sackcloth. I humbled my soul with fasting, and my prayer returned into mine own bosom. I behaved myself as though he had been my friend or brother. I bowed down heavily as one that mourneth for his mother. But in my adversity they rejoiced and gathered themselves together. Yea, the abjects gathered themselves together against me, and I knew it not. They did tear me and ceased not. With hypocritical mockers and feasts they snatched upon me with their teeth. Lord, how long wilt thou look on? Rescue my soul from their destruction, my darling from the lines. I will give thanks in the great congregation. I will praise thee among much people. Let not them that are mine enemies wrongfully rejoice over me, neither let them wink with the eye that hate me without a cause. For they speak not peace, but they devise deceitful matters against them that are quiet in the hand. Yea, they opened their mouth wide against me and said, Aha, aha, our eye hath seen it. This thou hast seen, O Lord, keep not silence. O Lord, be not far from me. Stir up thyself and awake to my judgment, even unto my cause, my God and my Lord. Judge me, O Lord, my God, according to thy righteousness, and let them not rejoice over me. Let them not say in their hearts, Ah, so would we have it. Let them not say, We have swallowed him up. Let them be ashamed and brought to confusion together that rejoice at mine hurt. Let them be clothed with shame and dishonor that magnify themselves against me. Let them shout for joy and be glad that favor my righteous cause. Yea, let them say continually, Let the Lord be magnified, which hath pleasure in the prosperity of his servant. And my tongue shall speak of thy righteousness and of thy praise all the day long. Lord, we thank you again for the opportunity to be in your house this evening. Lord, we thank you for these that have gathered. Lord, realize we're few in number, but you said in your word, where two or three are gathered together, 
in my name, there I'd be in the midst, Lord. And we just thank you for the promises that you've given us, Lord, that you'll meet with us, Lord. And uh, God, I th- pray that we'll always honor you in our lives, Lord, by gathering and assembling, Lord, to worship, Lord. And God, I just pray that you'd have your way in this service this evening. Be with the prayer request that was made, Lord, those that are sick, those that are bereaved. Lord, I pray that you'd be with the families that have lost loved ones. Lord, just give grace and strength, uh, Lord, during this hour, Lord. I pray now that you'd have your way this evening. Help us as we try to uh, look at this passage of Scripture for just a little bit. Stir our hearts, Lord, around the Word of God. Lord, I pray if there's anyone that's watching by the way of the webcast that may be lost or or just need encouraging, Lord, I pray that they'll be encouraged. And, Lord, those that are lost might trust you as their Savior. Lord, have your way now. Forgive us what we failed in Jesus' name. and Jesus' sake, amen. There in verse 10, again in verse uh, chapter 35, it says, All my bones shall say, Lord, who is like unto thee, which deliverest the poor from him that is too strong for him, yea, the poor and the needy from him that spoileth him. And uh, I want to look at just thought this evening there where it said, Lord, who is like unto thee, and look at the thought of nobody like the Lord. Here in Psalms 35, we find is another prayer of David, and I I think we could come to the conclusion from the psalm that David was a man of prayer. Uh, could, could That could be part of the reason that David was considered to believe a man after God's own heart. I've always said this, there was two things that David knew how to do. David knew how to worship and David knew how to pray. And uh, certainly David was probably, that was probably some of the reason that he was a man after God's own heart. But in this prayer, David appeals to God to send judgment upon enemies, uh, the enemies of God and the persecutors of His people. We see a proper pattern here for us to follow as well. Uh, how often do we take the, try to take the things out of God's hand and take, take measures ourselves? We need to remember when we face the wrath of man for living a godly life, they're not opposing us, they're opposing God. There in verse 7, it said, For without cause have they hid for me their net in a pit, which without cause they have digged for my soul. David didn't take the matters into his hand, but he asked God for help. Now we know that we don't uh, pray uh, for vengeance on our our enemies. The Bible tells us in Romans and and the New Testament, it says, Dearly beloved, avenge not yourselves, but rather give place unto wrath, For it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, saith the Lord. But in this prayer, though David asked God to take care of his enemies, in reality David was praying that God would take care of the enemies of God. And as we look at this, this evening, don't look at uh, David's petition here. And if we look in this passage of Scripture, we'll find that David petitions the Lord for three things uh, in this passage of Scripture. We see, first of all, here David's plead. He said, Plead my cause, O Lord, with them that strive with me. Fight against them that fight against me. You can sense the desperation here in David's words. David uh, had no words to turn except to the Lord uh, uh, at this time in his life. No doubt, enemies were on every hand. We know that uh, when David first went to... uh, Saul's house, and we know that he went out and Saul became jealous of him, that uh, Saul began to seek to take his life. And no doubt David had a lot of enemies because of his relationship 
uh, with God and that God's hand was upon him. And any time that we have a relationship, I believe, with God, it's going to cause issues in our life as we uh, face this world and the doubt. But we find here that David had no horse to turn except to the Lord and he turned to God to plead his case that he needed help and that God would give him the assistance that uh, he needed. And we find David knew he couldn't match the strength of his enemies, so he pled with the Lord for assistance. We see not only David's plea here, but we see David's protector. Said to, uh, Psalms uh, uh, 35 verse 2 and 3 says, Take hold of shield and buckler and stand up for mine help. Draw out also the spear and stop the way against them that persecute me. Say unto my soul... I am thy salvation. We see the reason many people don't call upon God is because they don't have a clear picture of God, who God is and what God can do. Uh, we see David's description here of God. We see that David uh, sees God as a warrior who could protect him. And if we could realize that in our lives as we face situations, we face problems, we face uh, enemies uh, uh, in this life that we can turn to God that He is a warrior, that He can fight our battles. And David knew hey, that God was able to protect him and to, so he asked God to protect him. James chapter 4 verse 2 tells us, said, You lust and have not, you kill and desire to have and cannot obtain, you fight in war, yet you have not because you ask not. I wonder how we think of the Lord makes a, how how we think of the Lord makes a big difference on the way that we call up upon God, whether we think that He can handle our situation, and we see David's plea and David's protector, but we see what he wanted for his for his foes there, verses one through eight. He wanted his foes defeated there in verses one to three, and he wanted them destroyed there in verses four to eight. And so we see here uh, two of the things that David desired in his petition, that his enemies would be defeated and that they would be destroyed also. And then we see not, uh, as David continues, David was going through one of the most trying times of his life here. And during that time, David saw God as a warrior uh, who was able to protect him. Notice not only here David's plea and his protector, but also David's, uh, David's plan. So many times we as Christians uh, pray, we're so vague uh, in the prayers that uh, we don't really know what we're asking from God. I mean, God is a God of specifics. And I'm afraid sometimes the reason we don't uh, get our prayers answered the way that we should is because we're not specific about our needs. We find that David was here, uh, that he was specific about uh, what he needed. And we see David's plan that he prayed and he petitions God uh, for seven specifics here in the petition that he uh, made to God. Verses 5 to 8, he said, uh, he asked God, he said, uh, in verse 5, said, Let them be as chaff before the wind. He said, And let the angel of the Lord chase them. Let their way be dark and slippery and the angel of the Lord persecute them. It goes on to say, For without cause they have, have they hid for me their net in a pit, which without cause they have digged for my soul. Let destruction come upon him at unawares. And then he said, And let his net that he hath hid catch himself into that very destruction. 
let them fall. Here we see these things that David asked for may seem malicious or harsh, hey, but it's because we can't feel the pain and the, the restraint uh, that he was feeling because of these that was, uh, was uh, seeking for his destruction here. And we find that David pleaded, and he had seven specifics that he asked God. How many times that we just pray in so general a manner that uh, we don't even really realize what we prayed for? I believe we ought to be specific with our needs as we uh, petition God to uh, to uh, meet the needs that we have. Hey, we're as we look at David and we think of the how harsh it may sound that he was. Uh, pleading to God, uh, pleading His cause and His needs during this time when uh, so many was trying for, uh, was seeking for His destruction. Hey, we're just all, we're just bystanders a lot of times in reading of the trial here. Hey, it's easy for us to probably to judge David about being harsh when we don't feel the pain that he felt. A lot of times people get to feeling pain and we don't understand a lot of times. Just like a family member that's murdered, it might destroy, it might disturb us. Hey, but the family wants retribution. And we've seen that even the last few months as we uh, watched a man that was on death row and the family that uh, they were just waiting for 22 years for the retribution, whether he committed it or whether he not, didn't those family members wanted retribution for what they thought that he had done to their family. And uh, we find a lot of times that uh, we get to that point, we're looking through our eyes and we don't see the pain and the hurt of others that are facing problems. So we see David's plea, we see David's protector, and we see David's plan, but also we see David's pleasure here in verses 9 to 10. We see not only uh, <clears throat> what David wanted for his foes, but here hey, we see what he wanted for his fears there in verses 9 to 10. He said, And my soul shall be joyful in the Lord, it shall rejoice in His salvation. Notice here David's reaction when God... Uh, does what David asks him to do. Also note here that David's joy was not in the suffering of his enemies. His joy was in the Lord who took care of him. And uh, we should never find joy in destruction of others, but uh, we in the salvation that's given uh, to us. He wanted them to be dissolved by the joy of the Lord in his life there in verse 9. You know how much, how, how wonderful is the joy of the Lord during times of pressures, during times of troubles. Hey, that we can uh, look to the Lord and, and realize that He can take care of our situation. If we just turn it over to Him instead of handling it, trying to handle it ourselves. Hey, but so many times we want to take the issue to hand and we want to run ahead of God instead of uh, seeking God's direction and seeking God's uh, will for our life and seeking God's protection uh, to protect us from the things that are worth being faced with. But we see what David wanted for his fears. He wanted uh, them to be dissolved by the joy of the Lord. And then number two, he wanted the justice of the Lord there in verse 10. He said, All my bones shall say, Lord, who is like unto thee, which delivereth the poor from him that is too strong for him, yea, the poor and the needy, from him that spoileth him. David rejoiced in the Lord's of justice here. 
Uh, David provides us here, I believe, with an example when things become troubling. Hey, he didn't take matters into his own hands. He placed them into God's hands. And so many times we're faced with things and we uh, want to take, we want to step ahead of God and when in reality we ought to be as David and turn to the Lord and plead our cause and make known to Him what the need is in our lives. And we find that David saw God as his protector, that he was able to protect him from his enemies. If we would realize today that God's in control of this thing. As we look around, we see all the, uh, the troubles in this world, the things that people are facing, and even churches that are being trying to be uh, stopped from assembling. I know the pandemic is bad, and there's a lot of issues as far as uh, social distancing and... Uh, being close, but we've seen a time, we've come to a time in our life when they're trying to stop churches from meeting and from gathering together. They think they're doing it for our protection. But I'm glad we got a God that's in control. And instead of, instead of trying to take things in our hands, our own hands, I believe that we as God's people, we ought to be specific and ask God to help us during these times of troubles and problems that we're facing. I mean, when we pray, let's pray with, with specifics of what our need is. Whatever it is, hey, lay it out there and give it to God and ask Him to help us with that. And if it's His will, I believe that God is a God that answers prayer. And just like uh, He answered David's prayers here, and He gave him the comfort that he needed, and you find out later on in life uh, how God, God intervened in David's situation. Even one time David had the opportunity to take Saul's life. And yet he said he wouldn't touch God's anointed. Even though he could have took the spear and let Abishai that was with him, he said, let me smite him to the earth. And David said, no, there'll come a day that he'll die in battle. Because David had already prayed about the specifics of this need. If there's ever been a time that you and I as believers as members of the body of Christ, that we need to be specific during these times of troubles, during these times when uh, it looks like nobody cares and it looks like the world is just turned against God. This election is coming up. We need to pray that God's will be done. I mean, I'm glad that God is in control. The Bible says the heart of the king's in the hand of the Lord. He turns it as, as the rivers of water. He turned it, turns it whither He will. And I'm glad that God's a God of control. I'm glad that He's a God that's a warrior that will come to our rescue. And we need to pray for those that despitefully use us. Now, David, this was Old Testament. We don't understand a lot of things of, of the praying that was going on here and why. They, you'll read different commentators. They'll give you different reasons. I mean, they were in the Old Testament. But, uh, you know, the Holy Spirit give us this passage of Scripture, I believe, Hey, to, to, to show us that we can pray with specifics about the need if it's the enemies that are turning against us and are trying to destroy us, that, hey, we can pray to our protector, the Lord, that He would intervene in our situation, just as David did. But when God grants our petition, we ought to be joyful in the Lord's salvation, His protection and His provisions not in the destruction and the judgment of others, but in God, a God that can meet our needs during those times. So I believe we can learn uh, through the, the psalmist 
that there's nobody like the Lord. I mean, He's the only one that we can turn to in times of trouble. In a time that our nation's going through, if we would turn back to God, the Bible says there that passage is always before me. He said, if my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray. We have a problem doing that. We have a problem humbling ourselves. We're a proud people. And we have a hard time. And I think that's what's wrong with America. America has been blessed. And America has been, had the hand of, of God upon it. Hey, we've got proud. And we're, uh, we find it hard to humble ourselves and pray during these times of need. And we need to be specific about what our need is. I mean, we need to be specific about those that we vote for. We need to be specific about what God would have us to do. Hey, those that can cause us to lead a, a good and peaceable life. The Bible tells us to pray for kings. Be specific. He said, if my people which are called with my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. If there's ever been a time that we as God's people need to pray, it's today. Just as David had nowhere else to turn, and the Holy Spirit seen, uh, seen fit to put this psalm in the, in, the, in, the, in the Bible. Psalms 35 that we could learn from. As David starts that out, he said, Plead my cause, O Lord, with them that strive with me. If there's ever been a time we need to plead our cause, I believe it's today, the day and hour that we're living in. As we look around and we see all the turmoil, all the problems, all the trouble, I'm glad we got a God that we can turn to. A God that we can turn to in prayer and faith and believing that He can handle our situation. And I know sometimes it sounds a lot easier to say than it is to do. But I believe that's exactly what God wants us to do. Plead our cause. Ask Him. Be specific about what the need is in your life. If you've got a problem that you can't uh, handle on your own, tell the Lord. Say, Lord, I need this specifically in my life. Help me to know how to deal with it. And I'm glad that He's a God that cares. Let's pray. Lord, we praise You again for the opportunity we've had to be here this evening. We thank You for this psalm that You've given us, Lord, of instruction, Lord, in prayer and how to pray. Lord, I pray that You'd help us as Your people that we realize the importance and the privilege that we have to pray and to seek Your will and uh, to seek your direction in everything. Lord, help us to learn to be specific, Lord, in our praying. Lord, to uh, petition you for our needs instead of handling, trying to handle things in our own way, Father. Lord, we love you. We thank you again for the privilege to be here this evening. Lord, I pray again for the prayer request that was made. Lord, I pray that you go with us we'll go our separate ways, meet back with us here on Sunday. Lord, I pray that you'd help us during this time of trouble and pandemic that we're facing. Lord, as we look around and we see the uh, churches that are uh, being forsaken because of the, the scare that people has, Lord, I pray that we could get back to that point in place and uh, that we could worship, that we could gather together without fear, Lord, and, and uh, uh, just draw strength from you during these days that we live in, Father. Go with us now. We love you. We thank you again for the privilege to be here tonight, Lord. Thank you for the Word of God that you've given us. Have your way. And give us direction in our lives, and we'll give you glory and praise for all that you do and accomplish. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' sake, amen.